Round one. Fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, hello, folks. Welcome to episode 174 of The Hungry Gamers, powered by our friends at Audio Technica and, of course, 8bit.net. I am your infinitely more humble host, obviously, uh, Salim Abraham, and I'm joined today by my favorite co host, uh, Miss Ali Hart. Hello, Ali. Hi, how are you, Sam? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm still a little bit sick, as you can probably tell. I'm, I'm, eight days into this thing now, which is crazy to me and a huge sign that I need better, healthier lifestyle habits. Um, but I'm, I'm still, I'm still kicking. I'm still surviving. And as I always say, the best ability is availability. And I can't, I can't see my friend Brendan here anywhere. I'm not sure what that's about, but be available. You need more availability, Brendan. That's, uh, that's what I always say. Um, Jeez, full circle. Yeah, you like that little dig? <laughs> I listen to the episodes I'm not on. <laughs> <laughs> it's With us three, it's very smart to listen to the episode you're not on because chances are there's a, there's a lot of shit talking. <laughs> yeah, the good thing is I think we always get it, get it like done in the first minute. It's always the thing we get to first um, is, is just the shot across the bow. Um, anyway, no, Brendan, of course, Brendan's not with us today because he is in fact in Melbourne, um, celebrating a Mr. Jack Cruz's 30th birthday. Um, long, long time friend, um, part of the 8-Bit family. We love you, Jackie boy. Happy birthday. Um, and we wish you nothing but happiness and joy for the rest of your days. Um, that sounded, I feel like that sounded more like a funeral thing the rest yeah, of your days funeral mixed with wedding like yeah yeah either way enjoy it mate have a cracker have a have a rum and coke for me um yeah enjoy um ali how's things over in uh, sunny sunny socal not so sunny um we finally got some rain which i'm so happy about i've missed the rain so much like i love rainy weather it's great it is good it's great indoor weather. Yeah, exactly. Like you get cozy, you just, you know, you watch some videos or you go and like play some video games and you eat some like hearty food and have a hot coffee or hot chocolate. It's great. It's awesome. But um, it was essentially like the first thing that I was told, like, you know, it doesn't really rain much in like, especially like Southern California, right? And I'm like, like, do you mean like a not a lot, but it's slowly changing. It's raining a bit more. Thank you, global warming. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, I don't know how to help you with that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Throw me a line. Well, we we could definitely use it here at the moment. Um, it this whole country it seems like this week was set on fire. It's unbelievable. Very sad. Um, oh. There's just about a, a fire in every bloody state. Um, or a bunch of fires in every state. I actually had a day trip yesterday to Brisbane um, from Sydney, which was 
horrendous when you've got this kind of loogie and you're breathing in the circulated air and all that. But um, yeah. going out of Sydney and into Sydney, you couldn't see a thing. You could not see a thing as the plane was going up because of all the smoke. And when you got above the cloud line, you could see that it just spread, like literally couldn't see the end of it in any direction um, through the little plane window. It was sad. It was just sad more than anything. That's that's the thing is that like it's gone beyond like that state of like because like being Australian and with bushfires, you have a a sense of familiarity. Yeah, we we know there's bushfire season. It's it's a thing. Exactly. You know, you, you're, you're used to that, but then just seeing it on this level and it getting, like, worse and just... it It's it's more sad. Like, I'm seeing a lot of videos of the wildlife getting affected by it as well, and it just, oh, makes me so sad. But um, also, like, people's families that are just being, like, devastated. I'm hearing all the political stuff as well, all the bullshit that comes through from that as well, which I won't bring up because it's just, as I said, stupid. But, yeah... It's uh, it's not good if you're at all even remotely near a fire. Don't save your stuff. Forget your stuff. I think Brendan said it well last week. You can always get more stuff. Just get yourself out of there. Make sure you you and your loved ones are safe. Um, but hopefully, I'll tell you what, mate. Hopefully, we're not talking about this again next week. And, and the rain that we're getting this weekend will have helped out. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, on to some, some, some lighter news, though. On to some gaming related stuff uh you and i are living in a pokemon world at the moment yeah i've been living in this world yeah i've been living pretty pretty fully and completely in this world given i've been bedridden for parts of the last seven days and uh i'm convinced that i'm a pokemon master (laughs) uh not necessarily the best in the world advantage (laughs) (laughs) sorry and like if you're bedridden and like yeah that's all you've got to do like especially you yeah. and your competitive nature especially with pokemon yeah. like that's a that's well i'm i'm definitely watch not out, <laughs> i'm definitely not a pokemon like expert i this is what this game has taught me pokemon shield is the one i'm playing i just don't know most of the pokemon i don't know which ones are the new gen 8 pokemons versus like gen 7 or 6 it's just mm-hmm. kind of all it's a blur but yeah, I was I was definitely all guns blazing on this, and I know you've been playing Pokemon Sword as well. Um, I'm loving this game. I really have had a lot of fun with this game. Um, have you finished yeah. it yet? No. Oh, of course not. So I forgot who I was no. talking to. You're probably still before the first gym with level 100 Pokemon. <laughs> Okay, not ex- not exactly like that. I finally like realized that I should actually start progressing the story. Um, Have you left the yeah, wild area? I didn't realize. Well, like I started the game, and I was hanging out in the wildlands because I'm like, oh, my first gym is just over there. Yeah. So I'll just like hang out in the wildlands, you know, build up a bit of you know level building and stuff like. That. I didn't realize that that first gym wasn't the actual first gym, and it was a ceremony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's well, yeah. Well, like, no one, no one knew. Did that. everyone else know that? Oh, okay, good. <laughs> like, no. Well, I, I didn't felt know like that. such a dick. Yeah, yeah. And so I built up my character like in the stupid wild area. Um, got my ass handed to me by all those like scary big Pokemon. Um, the, and yep. then yeah, went and did the ceremony. You know had that happen and so then by the time i got to like 
the first gym and even like that route when you get to that first gym i was demolishing everyone uh like again i can only imagine that your pokemon are unusually high level for the part of the game that you're at Possibly. possibly i think now i'm finally caught up i think now i'm finally caught up like okay. majority and i don't change my lineup enough i should probably do that how but many badges do you I have get, like oh, i'm trying to remember like um i have like i had started with sobble it's now a drizzle drizzle yep. um i have a bird pokemon i had the flattery i picked that up recently I see the problem is is that I give my Pokemon stupid nicknames. Uh-huh. Like and I nickname them straight away. So I actually don't know what their actual real Pokemon names are. So I have one called Little Bitey <laughs> and he looks like a tick. <laughs> I think I know this one. I think I, I think that's called Blipbug or something. Oh mm, uh, no, it's like it, it's a little orange one. It's a little orange one. He's got a round head. Oh, Trapid. <laughs> Yeah, that's called Trap Inch. Oh, maybe that does ring a bell. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's actually my second strongest Pokemon. Right, okay. Um, He's got like moves like Earthquake, yeah. Mud Slide and Dig. Oh, and Sand Tomb. That sounds like So, it. and these yeah. moves just especially, um, especially, no, sorry, not Earthquake, Bulldoze. Demolishes everyone. So he's my number two. Nice one. I did the same thing. I, I named all of my Pokemons and uh, I don't know their actual names. I just know, I know their names. I decided they all get titles. So I've got like Sir Reginald and Dame Judy and like all of these like really English names. Um, I just thought it would be in keeping with the spirit of the Galar region. Yeah, see, that's pretty clever. I just like kind of named them um, things that first came to mind right so, okay um orange yeah, round one like <laughs> no i called him little bitey because he, he little bitey and then my corgi one i called puppy with an exclamation mark so like you'd throw the ball and it'd just be like puppy um <laughs> and i'm trying to think like all the other stupid ones i called my butterfree um crazy town let's see if the audience can get that reference I, uh, I I can't. Let me think about that one. So how, how many badges do you have? Do you have... You three. Like, you've got three? Okay. So that's pretty yeah. that's pretty solid. Um, it's, it's a really interesting game, I think, in that... Have you seen all the criticism about it? Um, I've read, like... I've read some of the criticism and I've witnessed some of the criticism. You've witnessed so... it. You've witnessed some... What, what do you mean you've witnessed it? Um, like, so, uh, graphically wise, graphically wise, there was like a lot of like, like, l- like this, I think they refer to it as being lazy. I don't know. Cause I'm not a game dev. I don't know if like it would be a lazy action or not, but we're, um, like doing certain moves and certain things. Like the characters would only like be jumping around a bit, but there was like other things where like when you do a move for some reason, all the character, everything disappeared, like except for like except for the environment so every other character just disappeared off the battlefield i guess i was finding two sounds other like people a, and stuff so i don't know it sounds like a final fantasy summon um it's so funny if you um if, if you want to have a really fun time ali you should google the pokemon shield and sword uh cr- criticisms. 
Oh, the no, poker rap. Okay. No, no, the criticism. <laughs> sorry, because <laughs> is there a poker rap? Maybe let's find out. But um, the, the criticisms are so funny. Yeah, they're so funny. The um, like the the tone of voice that these people who are complaining have, mm-hmm. like this, you can tell this game means everything to them and there's like i read one i was reading one tweet it's like we've got to take this game back it's getting ruined they're ruining the world there's no law da, da, da. and like it's just full on but the, the criticisms typically have been that the graphics aren't up to snuff um which i don't see but you know it's quite a i think it's a very subjective thing um anyway mm. the second part of it is that the time to complete the game Early on before the game was released, everyone was saying that this game could be clocked in 10 hours, which gave everyone the shits. Um, And so you see like a lot of people in two different camps on this one where you have people saying, I've been playing for 10 hours and I haven't even done the first gym yet. And then you have other people who are like, seven badges, got seven badges, 10 hours in, this game's so quick, whatever. I don't see how you could do it in 10 hours. It took me 24 roughly okay. 24 hours of game time to complete and i was um spending like a little bit of extra time in certain places and having fun and it was fun i had fun yeah. the whole way through it didn't feel like a chore at all um like but yeah it's it's been it's been an interesting release for this game yeah i like I, the, the my biggest thing is is like i enjoy pokemon i grew up with pokemon but then i also had a gap where i wasn't into pokemon like yeah essentially like when the new region started opening up so i have that issue where i don't know who the i don't know what these pokemon are i don't know what their backgrounds are and how to counter them which is what i remember mostly from like original pokemon is it was essentially get to know the you know 152 and then know what their you know base thing is and then just you know counteract it like that that was essentially you know the main purpose yeah. of the game so but it's, now i'm just like look, who the fuck are you who the fuck are yeah. you? what are you I'm, I'm i'm very much in the same boat and i think that that has been helpful for players like us in that coming coming back because the other sorry i missed one other really big problem that other people had with this game which is that it doesn't have all the pokemon in it it only has uh you know a rough I think it's like 300. It only has like a portion of all available Pokemon in the world in this game. Mm. And people lost their minds about that. But that's like totally enough for me because it feels like there's new and different Pokemon everywhere. And I'm okay that I'm not getting all of them. Like I know the ones I know and I've played the game with those in it. Like I've played the first, second and third gen games like a hundred times through. So I don't Mm. need those guys again. And I'm kind of okay. But other people are just losing their mind. Um, That's, yeah, yeah. There's a level of attachment to certain characters. Like I, like I have my attachments, and you probably have some that you enjoy. But mm. in saying that this game would be like, I guess, unplayable without those characters is just absolute bullshit. No, it is bullshit. Excuse the French. And and like it's, I found it fun. I made a point of trying to get things I never like usually get, like Pokemon I never usually train, and also new ones. I tell you what, I don't care for. I don't care for the grass monkey. Um, starter again I, I, I'm sorry because I named it Sir Reginald they don't know its actual name but it's fully evolved form looks like really douchey it like it has like a really long green like hair thing and it just it looks like a dickhead um, so I don't use it very much 
Subble has been an experience. Subble starts off as an anxiety-ridden little thing that's scared and looks like, you know, the whole world's out to get him. You evolve him into Drizzle or something. Drizzle is essentially what yeah. he's trying to get to. And then he has this, like, unimpressed look on his face. He has, yeah. like, what looks to be, like, an emo fringe. And, like, I'm just like, are they just saying that I, I, I'm... Do I have a child? Like, it's a little kid. It's scared. Now it's going through, like, puberty. Like... Is he going to be a douche and turn into an adult in the next evolution? I'm not looking. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for myself. So I actually haven't been yeah. looking at evolutions. So you haven't seen the fully evolved form? No. I'm on no, second. No, good. I, well, I'll tell you what. He's a cool cat. That's all I'll say. Or she. She's mm-hmm. a cool cat. Um, she? Have a, it's, it's, don't read into that. I'm just saying I liked it. I thought it was quite good. Um, I won't. I guess there's not too much more to say on this other than I, I did like the, there's some quality of life stuff in there that I, I did and didn't like. I did like the experience share. I know that's been in there for a few generations now, but I think that's a really great way of just kind of like keeping the rest of your Pokemon up without prioritizing, putting one first and then doing that awkward switch out that you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Throwing in there, the, get attacked, throw it back in. Yeah. Just like it, that, that's just really grindy. I'm glad that's gone. One thing I didn't quite like is that once you've encountered a Pokemon, um, you can see how your moves, what, how effective they are against them in future battles. And I, I didn't like that so much because it, it makes it like it makes it really easy for you to be lazy. And a fun part of obviously this game is that it's a rock, scissors, paper game in mm. that your type has to beat their type. Otherwise, it's just it's that much harder. Um, and so memorizing that was always kind of fun and, and getting this is just, it's kind of easy mode. It takes out that like degree of really critically trying to work out what this thing is. Cause it's not always obvious, at least to me, like I can't figure out what half the things are anymore and everything's got two types and, and who knows what a fairy looks like. And anyway, um, <laughs> I also liked that, um, and this, I won't maybe say too much on this cause you haven't finished it. Maybe some other people haven't, but I do like that the gym leaders and the, um, the team yell who were the sort of team rocket of this game. Um, and even the elite four challenge, I like the way they've redone those elements of the game. Cause those are staples for these games. You know, the whole core yeah. of this game is around getting the gym badges and, um, I, I did like how they sort of reappropriated that for this particular story and, and region. It seems fun. There's probably a few problems with it. Um, I don't know why there's always a crowd in these stadiums waiting for me, but yeah, there always is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it doesn't cool. matter what time you go, they're, they're there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they're, they're ready to roll. They're hanging out. For um, I love I the know. gym music too, by the way. I don't know why. Yes. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's love so that good. chanting it's, music. I'm like, yeah. It's Getting like pumped. a fast EDM. It's so good. Um, <laughs> I don't have too much more to say about it at this stage other than my Pokemon are better than NATO's. Um, do you have <laughs> anything to add? The only thing that I would probably say that's really hindered my experience mm. in playing this game is, and it's just me again, is like, especially coming around with story, I do understand that making everything like written to get stories across, conversations across, it makes it the globally accessible game that it is. But I just feel like I'm just bashing that like A button just to get through dialogue. And I'm getting to a point now where I don't fucking care what the story is. Like, let me get to the game. 
Yeah, so. look, there's a lot of there's a lot of hand holding. There's also a lot of Pokemon battles with that rival. Like it is astounding how many battles you have with Hop. It's it's ridiculous. Like you you towards the end of the game it feels like a story event happens and then you battle Hop and then another event happens <laughs> and then you battle Hop. It's every second thing you do. Um Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of funny, but um I'll 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 give you a bit of good news. The story, not the story, but the, the rate at which you get your badges really picks up the speed towards the the last four, for sure. Um, okay, Compared cool. to like the first four that you get. Because the first four, there's like a lot of stuff that happens. and yeah, yeah, I'm at the fourth gym now. So I don't think I'm ready though. So I might have to go back. If you believe in yourself, I'm sure you can you can do it. Playing with your Pokemon and cooking for them is the best fucking feature ever. <laughs> you like the camping? That's cool. I, I did it a little bit. I did it a little bit because some Pokemon need happiness to evolve. Like Togepi needs to be happy to evolve or something oh, like that. I didn't know. So um, someone sent me um, a Loto. Like I did the random, you know, trade between someone random kind of thing. And early on, I got a low toad and I was like, fuck yeah. Cause I love that um, Pokemon as well. And it's evolutions. But, um, I would start, I like, I just, I got it and I just would start using it in battle. And straight away he was like, it was like, Oh, he, he pretended like he didn't hear your command. He didn't want to do the action. I'm like, why does he hate me? So then I went camping and then he loved me and then he would do whatever I did, asked him to. So I thought that was an interesting element because I didn't catch him. I didn't have a connection to him. He wasn't listening to me. I just, I just thought of like three more things I wanted to say about this game that I feel very strongly about. Sorry. Thank you for inviting me. Um, yeah, the, the, the Pokemon actually, um, behave differently in battle based on how they feel about you. So I have Mm -hmm. had, (coughs) excuse me, sorry. So I've had Pokemon who were about to be knocked out, hang on with one health to go. And it says like your Hitmonchan hung on uh, because it didn't want to make you unhappy. It happens. It happens. You'll see it as you go through it. And there must be other, like there are other things. I keep missing what they say, but like in battle, There'll be a comment like your Arcanine um, is feeling a bit nervous about this fight or something like that. And I, I don't quite understand how that impacts the battle, but it's very interesting to me that they've kind of thrown in this new mechanic where your actual um, relationship with your Pokemon has some kind of impact on what they're, mm. what they're like when they fight. It's really cool. Um, yeah. The trade system can get fucked. Uh, that's <laughs> the other thing I you, you just reminded me of. I hate the trade system in this game. It is ridiculous to me that I can't see a list of Pokemon that are being traded. Cause, and if there's a way, please show me because I've spent a long time trying to figure it out and I cannot figure out how to actually trade Pokemon with strangers to find the Pokemon I want and know what they want. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the logical way to me to do it is I- you say, this is what I want. This is what I'll give for it. I don't think it's as straightforward as that, but like there is that panel where it's like, it's like a, you connect to the internet and it broadcasts certain things like so-and-so wants to trade, so-and-so wants to give their league badge. Um, but it doesn't, it th- doesn't ever panel, let you specify I, Pokemon. Yeah, I don't think doesn't. it actually specifies no. Pokemon. Which is so, I don't know, it just, it seems so frustrating to me. But yeah. on the plus side, 
the game actually makes Pokemon like Gengar and Machamp, Pokemon that you need to trade to evolve, catchable. So I thought that was a nice touch. Mm. 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 Any more Pokemon stuff? I'm trying to think if there was anything else about Pokemon that I wanted to mention, but I think I think that's the majority of it. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not addicted is what I'm going to say. You're not addicted. You. Okay, we'll see. You will see. I'll see you at the Pokemon Methadone Clinic in no time. Just hanging out for some rare candy. Um, all right. Well, we will move on into the news in just a moment. A um, little bit of housekeeping, though. You can go to patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit to support the 8-bit nation, which we are very, very much a part of. Um, go ahead, go and support us for as little as a dollar. You can get access to a whole bunch of cool things, including the 8-bit cast, which the last one that got released, if I'm not mistaken, was the one we did at PAX, where Mm -hmm. basically we tried out oversharing each other and then everyone attacked Brendan. I think that's kind of... That's about how... Yeah. We, 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 I think some really gross stuff came out. Jono, surprisingly, has a couple of zingers. Um, oh, wow. Mr. Mr. Jono Peck, yeah. And then Rachel and I just started sharing Brendan's dirty secrets. <laughs> that's what that's what happened. Um, and you can also go to uh, audio-technica.com.au to see all the coolest Audio Technica stuff. Uh, they have all the hottest audio equipment, including but not limited to some baller, baller microphones, some straight up OG level head, head can headphones. Uh, they even do DJ decks. They even do speakers. They will even do your taxes. Go to audio-technica.com.au to go and see all the coolest audio equipment. And we will now go into the news. This week's news headlines. Um, a couple of quick ones, Miss Ali Hart. Mm. Amazon's cloud gaming service could arrive next year uh, and offer Twitch integration. So says CNET. Uh, they reckon Amazon is planning to announce its own cloud gaming service next year. What do you mm. think of that? I think that's pretty cool. Obviously, a little light on detail, but Amazon yeah. getting in the game. I, I, I'm always iffy about Amazon. Amazon, like any industry that wants to step its toe in some new technology, which is obviously cloud gaming services, that seems to be the uh, the it thing at the moment. So it is, companies yeah. that actually have money behind it give me hope because <coughs> then that means the technology can evolve, it can get better and usually at a faster rate because it's competitive. But and then again, it's also Amazon. So evil corporation yeah yeah oh bezos jeff bezos um well either way it's it's more competition uh we'll wait for more notes on that to come out as that unfolds but yeah really really interesting we've got a little bit later about what's going on with google's um streaming service so yeah uh oh um half-life alex got announced Hmm. half-life alex the announcement trailer have you seen the trailer at all um, I, I've only seen like a little bit. I actually have no interest because I've never played a Half-Life game. I know, take away my gamer card. Um, so I think my friend's dad used to play it. Right, really? One of your friend's dads? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds, 
<laughs> that kind of sounds appropriate to me for some reason. It seems like a game to me. Half-Life's always seemed like a game to me that like it was it was right for people about 10 to 15 years older than us, I think, <laughs> when it came out. Uh, yeah. But I, I've played it. I've, I've finished it way back when. I, I actually took days off school to do it. Um, oh, wow. Which is, yeah, it was one of, some of my early uh, truanting experiences to play video games, which I'm, I'm always proud to talk about. Um, the, the meme about Half-Life has always been, oh, the E3 meme has always been, when's Half-Life 3 getting announced? And this is, this is it. Um, this is a VR title, which I thought was an interesting move. Obviously not everyone has a VR, uh, headset. And so this becomes a little bit less accessible, but still it looks like a fantastic game from what we see in the trailer. I liked it. It's a scary game. Um, it's, it's just reminded me that I, like I wasn't necessarily terrified of the game when I played it, but looking at this trailer, it, you know, it, it's kind of got those face hugger things that aren't quite face huggers, but still just leap at you and go for your face. Yeah. They look like little like mites, right? Like little skin mites. Yeah. Yeah. From what I remember. I, I should play Half-Life again, I think. Cause it, yeah. It, it, I forget the story. It's something about aliens. You're a scientist and, and the aliens. That's it. That's all I've got. I can't but how much do you need? You know, how much do you really need? Um, some good news as well for Half-Life fans. Uh, the One of the designers in a conversation with PC Gamer said that there would be more games to come. Um, he expanded on his experience developing this game and said that they came up with some really interesting avenues that they wanted to go down and take this whole world down and and so that sounds really cool to me um oh. half-life fans it's it's been a good week for you watch out it could be another butchered franchise <laughs> could be another butchered franchise you never know it comes out in march 2020 so i've got to throw that in there yeah it's coming out soon so we'll hear pretty soon about how how it went no doubt it'll, <laughs> it'll no doubt there'll be some pissed off gamers somewhere in the world um because it didn't do x y and z but let's uh let's wait till march to hear from them um (laughs) re3 remake is in development resident evil 3 remake is in development uh so no doubt no doubt brendan is rock hard right now thinking about what that could possibly look like um (laughs) as are all the resident evil fans out there congratulations to all of you you're getting another remake um yeah i never played this game so i don't i can't really speak to how good or bad it is yeah, I'm trying to think which one it is. Like, I'm, I'm like, I think I only started playing maybe after four. I think four onwards is when I actually got involved with Resident Evil. So, I started playing with five, and five was the one that was set in a part of Africa. Yeah, and so you're literally <laughs> just mowing down African people, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this game about? This is messed up." Yeah. And also, it wasn't a good game. Yeah. It wasn't. I don't remember the story. It wasn't a good game. I only played it because it had co-op. RE5? Yeah, it had co-op. It did, yeah. 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 And weird boss battles that I just didn't like. Um, okay, so um, moving on to some more media topics. The Pokemon Shield and Sword. I, I keep getting those twisted. Oh, yeah. I keep wanting to say like Shord. Shord. Um, Pokemon Shored and Sealed. 
had the best-selling launch of the series. Uh, they have sold more than 6 million units between the two versions of the game worldwide. As at the time of recording, 2 million of those were in the US within the first two days, um, which has made it the highest-grossing Pokemon launch yet. Um, the Apparently, as well as the eighth best-selling... Uh, Switch game mm. at the moment. Um, if treated both, if you treat both as a single title, yeah. uh, I can't name nine Switch games, so <laughs> I think that that's like I, I know there's some, there's there's more than eight, obviously. Yeah, um, but I can't think of like bangers. Like it's like Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart was Super the first Mario one you thought. <laughs> Maker. Yeah, Mario Kart, Mario Maker, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, Breath of, Breath the, of the Wild. Wild. Um, Mario Maker 2 <laughs> Luigi's Mansion is coming out I still have to play that <clears throat> Paper The paper one Yeah Untitled Goose Games on there Oh there you go There's your top selling one Diablo's on there Damn right <laughs> Anyway this isn't about me naming Switch <laughs> games um, It's good to see this game selling really well In spite of all the criticism mm-hmm. um, Take that haters <laughs> Yeah No it's, it's good Like um it's good to see that sometimes people are able to kind of make their own opinions, um, regardless of what maybe a small majority, a very loud majority, try to convince them otherwise. So um, people obviously decided that they were happy to try it out for themselves and obviously enjoy it. Try it out. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right, now. right. I think you got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No one else, I think, will get this, but we got it. Um, and that's all that matters. So uh, we were talking a moment ago about Amazon's streaming service. Well, let's talk about Google's streaming service. Google Ooh. Stadia has had a tumultuous launch. Um, Sean Holster at The Verge reports that uh, people can finally play the or people can finally access Google Stadia. They've finally got their access codes two days after launch. Mm-hmm. Um, so Google has tweeted out that it finally delivered the access codes to everyone who purchased the $130 Stadia Founders Edition. Um, some of those people, unfortunately, sitting around uh, with useless game pads just waiting yep. for those codes to come through. <laughs> Nothing so, like being a founder and being late. <laughs> yeah, shut Shat the bed for those early adopters, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Google's uh, shat the bed there. But um, people can play it and uh, people are starting to play it. And we're getting some some more reviews coming out from other sources. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you found some good ones here, Ali. So Chris Carter, Destructoid, talks about... In spite of there being a really shitty launch, he says uh, the ultimate benefit of Stadia... Um, is that playing something in bed on a phone or on TV like a console then on the go with a laptop. For, for him, it's a super convenient option to play games. Um, he really digs the put the game to sleep, pick it up whenever you want vibe that the Switch does so well. Mm. And I agree with that. I, I That's something, I mean, I'm obviously a bit new to the Switch. Um, it's fantastic. I love that I can literally put it down, pick it up, hit a button three times and I'm right back into the game where I left off. Yeah. Doesn't matter where I am, where I'm up to. And it's also something I really enjoyed about playing Final Fantasy on my phone. I've mm. talked about that a little yeah. bit in recent months. I've yeah. played a couple of titles now on the mobile and I like, I love that it's just so accessible. Yeah. Um, so I can totally 
totally understand what uh, old Chris Carter's talking about there. Yeah. Um, where, where are you on the stadia thing? Because you, ha- you can actually get in on this. I could. Yeah, and I, I was, and then we backed out. Um, so... <laughs> Um, the, the whole idea is great. Like, I think we all can agree that the idea of being able to play a game on your PC and then, oh, you have to go somewhere, like you have to go to uni or you have to go to work and then you're on your lunch break. Oh, good. I can pick up my game from here while I'm on lunch. Like that whole concept. I think we all really enjoy that idea, but I think that Mm. the whole, like, like the main reason why, um, canceled our order was because, the data it takes to actually stream and play these games is massive and it, we would go over our yeah. data cap instantly like just trying to play one game so that it just doesn't work for us so there are areas i know in america where people have fast internet speeds and also unlimited uncapped plans so they would benefit from it but with people that actually have like you know limits you you wouldn't be able to get the full benefit from it so yeah yeah no i i totally understand that that's also a huge problem for us here i mean i know it's not launching here in australia but um obviously internet speed being what it is here is just not great and also the the plans in general are just rubbish so it doesn't look like we'll be getting a version of this anytime in the immediate future um it seems like it's still being adopted over there reading another one of these reviews that you found adam rosenberg at mashable says that um stadia is clearly unfinished it works and it's better than a lot of other um streaming services out there um and he lists ps now x cloud and geforce now as services that are inferior to the stadia Mm. Uh, he says it's definitely not the answer but it makes a case for existing so it it seems like there's definitely some work to do anyway before this becomes a more viable gaming solution yeah um but you know cool 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 i mean that's that's the joke about being a founder is you're essentially a glorified beta tester so um yeah (laughs) so you're testing it out yeah, I, again, because it's not coming out here, I, I've, I've, I'm always kind of like keeping these stories a little bit at arm's length just because I, I know I, it won't ever impact me, at least in the near future. But it's still very interesting, very interesting stuff. Mm. Um, moving on, are you, uh, are you still playing Red Dead? No. <laughs> no. No? No, there's too many games out at the moment. There is too many games out at the moment, absolutely. Mm. Um, and of course, you're probably... Uh, still roaming around the wild area uh, of, of Pokemon sh- sh- Shored Can go find at the my moment. Um, <laughs> Rockstar 2, this this one sort of slipped past me, but Rockstar 2, uh, Rockstar 2, Red Dead Redemption 2 was released on PC uh, at the start of November. It had a really rough mm-hmm. launch, a lot of issues, a lot of issues with actually trying to download the game, a lot of issues, uh, stability issues inside of the game, um, a lot of problems. So Rockstar has uh, obviously come out to apologize for all the problems. It's, um, it, it acknowledges that there's going to be a small number of uh, Red Dead players on PC who will still experience some issues with the game and mm-hmm. some stuttering. Mm-hmm. But it thinks that it's addressed most of them in a patch that went in on Wednesday, uh, November 13, which is two weeks ago now. Um, as an apology, mm-hmm. though, everyone... Thursday, uh, this upcoming Wednesday? Oh. November 13. Oh, no, yeah. It's past. 
No, yeah, it's 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 been and gone. It's it's in the past. But um, a as a thank you, everyone in the game um, who's playing it on PC throughout the holiday season will receive a complimentary care package for Red Dead Online that includes, and this means nothing to me, but the Prioto Prito Poncho and an assortment of provisions and ammo. What is the Prioto Ponto? Do you know? No, I don't. Poncho. I've, I've been out of this game for a while, but I assume it's probably something quite fashionable. Um, I think it's I think it's more the provisions and ammos that um, people would probably be more interested in. Um, oh, for sure. It's very Prieto it's Poncho. Very rock star to apologize and um, use like in-game items to uh, say sorry. Um, may, this might be a shock to you. Yeah. But the Prieto Poncho. Is a poncho. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Is that it? I've never felt so dumb in my life. Uh, there you go. Um, of course, it's a poncho. It's called the Prieto poncho. Oh, you, um, I thought you were joking. I'm like, well, it's clearly a poncho, but I just don't know what makes it special. <laughs> no, it's a poncho, um, and it it makes you fly. I don't know. Um, so anyway, if you if you got the game on PC. Uh, Val, uh, Valve, Rockstar have done a really, really good make good here and, and they're sending some really good things your way. Mm. Um, pretty good turnaround, I think, to get this all fixed up in eight days. Still not a great launch experience, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, it's no No Man's Sky. It, oof, I love bringing up that one. Although they're doing great now. Um, I think this kind of falls down the whole... First of all, they decided to release it at the start of the month. And I, from what I remember, that it was... It was the pretty high flux of like new games coming out so it's pretty ballsy to kind of drop a game that's already been out and then putting it onto obviously a I was gonna say superior system like pc but um and then for it to fail and like well not fail but like have very very like issues enough that it got out that a lot of people like I it deterred me from even considering installing the game and I know Benny was really interested in playing it and he asked and I said look it's I'm I'm not going to jump on it if people are having issues with it like I've got other things that I can play yeah. and I need to play so I'm not going to install a broken game well not broken game but you know so it it deterred us right yeah and rightly so uh but at least it's fixed now you can jump in uh, hopefully it's fixed now. You'll you'll find out if you do, if you do buy it. Yeah. Um. That's that's really it for the news this week. Yeah. Um. um unless you wanted to go through um some of the uh, nominees for the game awards got announced. I forgot oh. that got dropped this week. Um. I, we absolutely can do that. Uh. There's there was a few surprises from what I remember. Uh. The game of the year category, for me personally, is um very unique and um i wouldn't say questionable because it's very close-minded for me to be like why is that there especially if one of the games i actually haven't played um a, <coughs> like death stranding made it because of course it would have um super smash was a surprise yeah <clears throat> i'm looking i'm looking at it now so i haven't actually seen um a great deal about this game of the year re2 Yes, another surprising really? one. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 is a game of the year contender, is it? Okay. <laughs> you put that next to Sekiro. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. And how is 
It's crazy to see Super Smash Brothers Ultimate in there. Yeah. I I thought we were. I thought it was outside of the window, but I must be wrong. Yeah. Oh no. Oh. So, uh, someone said okay. it was like start of the year when it came out. Um, like it must have yeah, been must really have been. early. Must... Yeah. But um, and that's the problem um, with these Game of the Wars. Like the the time frame also between where the cutoff is, because a lot of there was actually a lot of controversy because of the new Jedi game not making the cutoff. And a lot of people were saying, well, Death Stranding made it. Why can't this, you know, this game? And so there's a, there's a yeah. bit of controversy around that. Um, it's a weird cutoff. And um, so it's always weird to see, like, games that feel like they'd been out forever make the list. So it's a, it's a weird Game of the Year mix. Um, I don't think, apart yeah. from Super Smash Brothers, I don't think I've played any of the other ones. Is it Control? Death Stranding? Um, I can't th- I never say it right. Sekiro, 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 oh, Shadow. Yeah, Sekiro. yeah. I didn't play that one either. Sekiro, Sekiro, Sekiro. And uh, Super Smash Brothers is the one I've played. Interesting to see Control and Death Stranding in just about every category that they could possibly be in. Yeah, a bit of an upset. Um, no, um, a lot of people mentioning um, uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, like nah really <laughs> I, f- I fuck fire emblem are you serious <laughs> i get it okay. it's it is i've played those games those games are hanging on to an archaic formula um i just in my personal opinion especially when it comes to something like game of the year i feel like a successful game of the year does you know you know obviously good sales but i think something that like a game that can um, like translate to people that mm. they, they, they don't normally play it. And I know a lot of people that never have played a game like Fire Emblem actually ended up picking it up and really enjoying it. So um, a lot of people love the game. A lot of people love the story. And I know it was really well received. So I thought it could have been a contender because... I don't know. I just feel like it picked up a lot of new players and it really, um, you know, broadened its player base, which I thought would make it, you know, a contender, maybe. I don't know. Like, Persona got Game of the Year, like, nominated, didn't it? It did, right? It did. Yeah, it did. Got a nod. Yeah, so I just... Fire Emblem's not Persona. Like, I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying it's kind of like, it's, it's that genre where it you know, wouldn't be classified as your mainstream staples. And because of such being such a good game, it reached out to other audiences. And I don't know. I just, I thought that would count for something. The family titles are all Nintendo. The family game, they're all Nintendo games. That makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, there's nothing, there's really nothing on PlayStation. I'm trying to think now. What's a family game on PlayStation? I feel, I feel like it's actually like, and I don't like saying this, it's pretty rude, but I actually feel like the Game Awards is a bit like, this year is a bit like, kind of like, eh. Like, um, they're just phoning it in, you think? Yeah, they're just like, you know, getting it done, write a few names down, someone's going to get an award, <laughs> and there'll be a, a trailer for some game announced during it, and that will be hyped up like i i don't know the game awards doesn't i like i remember watching the like the first two like since they kind of like 
established it, but it's been getting kind of like, do I care? I don't know. Do people care? Like, are people really passionate about it? Apart from the people receiving. Well, let me uh, let me throw this in there. Oh, the no. Fresh Indie Game Award is being presented by Subway. Oh, no. <laughs> do you get it? Do you get why it's the Fresh Indie Award? Oh, God. <laughs> That's so... That just seems gross, doesn't it? They should have... Um, um, Subway should have done, like, Streamer of the Year because, you know, they're all about subs. That's pretty good. I, I'll, I'll, that's equally as disgusting a pun and uh, a thing to do as what they've just done there. So I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see Resident Evil 2 nominated so much. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, the Game Awards, they're out. We could keep talking all day about uh, all of this, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll find out. We'll hear the results. But I, I feel like it's going to be a lot of Death Stranding. We're going to get a lot of Death Stranding and then there'll just be a few things scattered here and there. But for me personally, yeah, it's a bit lackluster. I don't really have any... It's hard to... Yeah, it's hard after last year where you had Red Dead 2 versus God of War. Yeah. And everyone's like, what is going to happen? Oh, and... No um, one one knew. Horizon, right? Everyone was super excited. Horizon was in there as well? No, that was the year before. Oh, was it? Or was it that... Yeah. See, this is what I mean. Like, <laughs> trying to remember. No, it was the year before. Horizon was the year before. Uh, okay. But like, but it was so exciting. And this year, I think these nominations um, probably reflect a lot of how I feel about this year in gaming. In that it is a very meh year. Mm. Um, not a lot of exciting titles out there, really. Like Sekiro is fantastic. Can't think of too many other like standout gaming experiences for me this year. Mm. Not to sound like a negative Nancy, but you know. Yeah, I guess just like is what it is. it'd be good to see what everyone else's opinions are. So if you just want to like tweet at us, like or reply to the announcement tweet of our podcast, and just say who would you who would be your game of the year? Because I'd be very interested to see the range in um, what people's personal game of the year would be. Because yeah. um, you know a lot of people might say Pokemon is their game of the year. You know, so that's obviously missed the cutoff, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But we won't see it next year either, I don't think. That's the problem, isn't it? Like, it's like, it's so far into, like, it's in this year, but then it's so f- far along till the next Game Awards that it'll be in no one's mind. But Super Smash made Game of the Year, so who knows? I guess anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is, you know what, though? It is possibly not the worst game in that list either um okay all right you have just listened to episode 174 of the hungry gamers uh again be sure to go check us out at patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit and you can go and check out all the 8-bit goodness at 8-bit.net audio-technica.com.au for all of your fantastic audio goodness all your audio needs if you want to sound Slightly better than me today because I'm a little bit husky, but as good as us, if not even better, you can go and get some fantastic Audio Technica gear. Um, Brendan, our beloved host, will be back next week to host episode 175. Um, we'll see if we all make it. We're a bit like the Kennedys these days. We can't all be in the same spot at once. 
um, for fear that if we all get taken out, then there's no one left. So we'll try and do better. We'll try and all show up to the next one. It's obviously me who's the problem here. <laughs> do you like that one? <laughs> oh man, that's that's pretty dated. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, all right, whatever. Um, I feel like I've aged ten years yeah. this week. Right, I'm feeling rough. So let me have that, please. I thought it was pretty good. It was good. Um, and uh, of course. Uh, you can find uh, Brendan at Brendan8bit. You can find uh, me at Salim TD. Miss Ali Hart, where can we find you? At Miss Ali Hart. At Miss Ali Hart. On all the social medias, the Twitters and the Instagrams. If you're messaging me um, and I haven't got back to you, I apologize. I've been uh, inundated with uh, messages on my Twitter app. And uh, Ali's shaking her head at me because she knows that's a bald-faced lie. I don't have the Twitter app. I've got to download it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great social media engagement um, anything else before we wrap up for today uh, I just want to drop that uh, next week is Thanksgiving weekend for the Americans so it will be my first experience of Thanksgiving um, but in saying that uh, there's usually Black Friday deals so be on the lookout for good deal sales on gamings and gaming peripherals so just keep that in the back of your mind that's right and there's no better thanksgiving gift alley than the gift of go to storeenvy.com forward slash we are 8-bit i think it is or 8-bit a-t-e-b-i-t we worked this out didn't we oh uh, yeah it's probably safe bet just to go to store envy and search for 8-bit um all our merch is in there we've got hats we've got jackets we've got bags so check it out we've got bum bags we've got bum all bags. the cool shit so if, if you want to look fresh if you want to look fresh on Thanksgiving lunch or dinner, do they do lunches or dinners over there, Ali? I think it kind of ranges. I think like families are different. Either way, I'm getting fat. If you want to look fresh eating turkey, gobble, gobble, go to Store Envy and grab some 8-bit merch. And uh, yeah, Black Friday. Shit, that's coming up quick, isn't it? Yeah. It's good to get like stuff, especially for Christmas, so you can get things cheaper now. Just stock them up for Christmas gifts or for yourself. It's beautiful. I'm gonna we, we get those deals in Australia now too, which is always fun. Um, cool. All right. Well, that has been episode 174. Thank you for tolerating my voice. But always, Ali, Miss Ali Hart, it's a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you again on episode 175. Yeah, hope you get better, mate. <laughs> me too, mate. It's uh, this could be the end of me. It's gone on too long. Anyway, um, that's it for this week. Thank you, everybody. Much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.